Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Film Optics Review brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I am your host, Christian, and today, of course, we are going to be reviewing the latest episode from the HBO series, His Dark Material, uh, Season 2, Episode 4. What was the name of the episode? I'm. It's like... Oh my gosh. Tower of Angels, man. Tower, Tower of, of Angels. Yeah, Tower of Angels. Yeah, Tower of Angels. Season episode four, not season four. Not there yet. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, not 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 quite. Not quite. <laughs> and with me today, I'm joined by Griffin from Film Speak. How are you doing today, man? Pretty good, dude. Pretty good. Um, you know, I I it was really funny because I was like trying to watch this this episode but like the christopher nolan warner brothers drama was like going on online and so i was just like um you know i'm i'm trying my hardest to to sit down and watch this but i'm like i'm i'm really invested in something else right now but that yeah. being said i was still able to enjoy the episode and i i think it's yeah i think it's just probably my favorite of the 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 season thus far i really liked episode 2 but this one, you know, was focusing on the main players and really expanding the mythology in in more like interesting ways. Uh, I, I mean, I literally told you I was like, dude, that opening is like straight up Lord of the Rings. And I was just like, oh, OK, like this is this is the it, it really set the tone for the episode, uh, which was like, you know, doubling down on the fantasy elements for sure. Yeah. That's what I really liked about it. And, you know, I've been talking about how I I enjoy and appreciate the the balance of modern fantasy and just, you know, the modern world versus more modern fantasy, the mix in between. I feel like they've really kept a uh, like amazing balance between, you know, Will's world and, you know, Lyra's world and all the other worlds that we go to visit. It's It all just blends in together like so beautifully and obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. paying attention like seeing okay we see mrs coulter you know teaming up um with uh mr slytherin over there with his snake yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like okay you know they're they're back in the the og world the world that we started the adventure off in and joined mm-hmm. college and with uh with lyra's you know world and then going in between it's it's easy to kind of you know, if if you're paying attention that way, like, because mm-hmm. now you really have to pay attention because we are in multiple worlds. I mean, we have in this entire season, but it's, you know, it's not just one world, two worlds. Now it's starting to be three, four, and possibly even five. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the, the that's the interesting thing by introducing the uh, the subtle knife, which actually that is the book that's the name of the book that this entire season is based off of and so naturally building up to this artifact was uh huge and and i kind of like the philosophical uh side of it where it's like a bunch of philosophers created this weapon well not really a weapon but i guess sort of a weapon in order to like basically get closer to to the gods or or to god and stuff like that by being able to like slice through souls and like reality and whatnot and it's like you can only like wielding it in the right hand is like when it becomes, you know, being able to use it for uh, selfless intent, I think, is um, the the key to mastering it as we sort of, um, you know, find out. Because obviously at the beginning, they're talking about, oh, well, this artifact was used for selfish intent. And then that led way to the uh, specters and all the other stuff. So I don't know. It was it was just like really interesting hearing that that side of it. Um, but 
Yeah, I mean, but but going back to what I was saying, yeah, when you introduce uh, an artifact like this that allows you to basically like slice your way through worlds um, and whatnot, yeah, it's it just opens up a whole new um, like realm of possibility, you know. And I I think now we have like two parties kind of converging on like the same artifact. I mean, obviously one is in possession of it. And that being Lyra and Will, but uh, but now we have, um, you know, uh, uh, Colonel John Perry, Stanislaus Grumman, Japari, <laughs> whatever the hell you want to call him, um, uh, you know, Hot Priest's character, uh, <laughs> Andrew Scott. <laughs> um, it's like he's he's Don't going after. Yeah, right. We finally got him, but yeah. So he's he's going after the the knife to uh, ach- retrieve it for um, Azriel. Yeah, because basically, they're what they're trying to do is allow for like free will and like free freedom of of knowledge and and whatnot. Basically, everything that the um, you know magisterium stands for, they are the exact opposite, uh, which makes you know, the encounter, like, like basically what they're building toward this confrontation is going to be like, uh, really interesting. And I'm, I'm waiting for when we get to meet, uh, for not when we get to meet, but when we get that confrontation between Will and his dad, because there's a lot of emotional baggage there, but there, there's also like the, the quest side of it that they have to sort of fulfill. Yeah. It's, it's, this is kind of like, you know, creating like the two parties, you know, of, of uh <laughs> of this world you know you yeah you got one side and it's like oh well we're going to be the complete opposite i, I wonder if there's going to be like a third party coming into play as i mean well. maybe <laughs> it's because you got to have like the witches with like the magisterium and they're sort of like fighting their own battle yeah. um i mean it is it, it is tied into everything but it also does feel like you know the witches are kind of like personally invested now because of uh the fact that uh, you, you know, the magisterium like basically tried to wipe them out. So it's, um, yeah, right. For sure. So yeah, again, like there's right. There's, there's a lot of pieces sort of moving here. Yeah. It, it's like, I mean, and going back, like I, I'm, I'm really interested to when, you know, when will meets his father, because since will's father is obviously not from the world that he's in, cause he's, He's like a shaman now, and you know, yeah, he's he's summoned Lee Scoresby to him and whatnot, and you know, yeah, he's an airbender or what, whatever have you. Um, so, uh, Will's father was saying that you know he he has a demon now, and yeah, he's not from that world. I, I'm really trying to figure out where and how he got a demon because he talks about part how part of his soul is female and that comes from his demon yeah okay well will's obviously from the same world as his father that we know of we're not sure if he's you know if will's father started or was born in the same world as well or if he came from somewhere else that i really don't know but i'm really interested i'm really interested to see if will gets a demon and what it will settle as and i'm really interested to see what uh lyra's demon will settle as as well because i still do not know yeah with pan and everything yeah and, uh, the the interesting about thing about this and like yeah the stuff that's going on with like andrew scott's character and like him sort of like having changed i guess um yeah. or or evolved or whatever uh and like how it pertains to will 
you know, we, I mean, th- this episode really did belong to Will. And I think what it did was it, it basically solidified him as Lyra's, 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 uh, equal you know it's like now he has a magical object of his own he's got a prophesized destiny that he has to fulfill and obviously the their their two pathways are going to become intertwined uh and they are intertwined but like the 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 destination of what they have to fulfill is going to it's going to affect the other in in some way um and so just like seeing that and then seeing how the relationship between will and lyra sort of like was furthered because of that I thought was really beautiful because I thought that they took their relationship to a whole other level. Um, I mean, prior to this episode, while there were like really, you know, uh, heartwarming moments and everything, it was a lot of like, you know, brother and sister bickering and, um, you know, just conversations between two people who weren't really on the same page. And now with this episode, Lyra sees that Will has a purpose. And so she's basically like acting as this kind of like mentor figure in a way. You know, she's like guiding him to accept uh you know his 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 destiny and everything um and and the pain that comes with being the bearer of the subtle knife um and yeah, I don't know. It was that, that was like it was just a really interesting sort of uh, dynamic because, you know, Lyra, who's always been in the spotlight and she everyone's always trying to back her up and help her, you know, guide her to be the uh, the chosen one or whatever. It was sort of like the, the, the tables were reversed now. And then Lyra had to, to play like the supportive uh, mentor figure to Will. Yeah, because it's it's more of, you know, since we we've seen, you know, the first season is based off of you know the golden compass which is you know based off the first book and you know lyra's had this this trinket this this tool at her disposal and it's very interesting to see how she's reacting to someone else who is yeah like you said like in the same situation you know he has a subtle knife and it's it's this all-powerful tool that you know we have the lithiometer that that always tells you the truth always puts you on the right uh path and even though um lyra uh, does not have the alethiometer with her right now she's still you know from whatever it last told her was you know to help well find his father's like she's still um obeying that tool even though it's not in her possession right now and i think she's starting to see the significance of well you know, and it's it it is kind of like you know shoes on the other foot. Like wow, you know, I thought the alethiometer was awesome, but like yeah, it's just like a whole different thing. And then that also makes me wonder, you know, for season three where the amber spyglass, like I don't yeah. know what it does, and like who who's the wielder wielder of that? Is it you know something that they share between both of them? Is there a third player coming into this? Yeah, yeah. So I I really don't know, but I I thought it was a really great episode, um, mainly because of just just the small subtle confirmation. I mean, not not even just like the conversation with Lee Scoresby and Andrew Scott, but uh, with the scholar and you know her finding out yeah like, what dust is. You know, we finally have like official official confirmation that dust and dark matter are one and the same 
and you know yeah. the dust are angels and they're somehow stopping or ceasing human evolution for vengeance but we don't know what that vengeance is and that's when i'm yeah like, I was, like, so giddy like even the first even the second time when i watched it, i'm like it still gave me the same goosebumps because i'm like oh my god like this is it's huge like it's it's a small bit of news that we've received that changes like everything yeah i think the really interesting thing about like mary's arc in this and you know the the dark matter and everything there was um she she kind of proved herself as a a morally upstanding person and that's why the uh the dark matter matter or the the shadows or whatever uh basically you know responded to her to trust her because they knew that she wasn't going to try and manipulate them for selfish intent or whatever right. which was like the the big point of when like boreal came in and he was like oh i want to use this for defense purposes obviously defense in the the uh the other world you know for the magisterium it, it's the classic case of like this um this this entity this this uh you know power structure uh using the very thing that they fear or they're fighting against uh or or you know that they don't believe in as a weapon in order to right. dissuade people from it or or whatever um and so yeah i don't, I don't know it was really interesting and and the other thing i really liked about that that whole encounter was like when he came in and he's like i've always admired women with with a good work ethic and i was like okay that right there is going to tell you how this entire meeting is going to go. Uh, you're going to offer up funding and she's going to pretend to be a little intrigued. But then, you know, because you're a piece of shit and you have other purposes, it's like, you know, she's like, ah, she's like, OK, yeah. But <laughs> Boreal was kind of like he was kind of trying to act like the ladies man this time around. He yeah, he was. In a, in a, in a talk Mary and then, you know, he's, he's acting all sweet towards Mrs. Coulter. I'm like, okay, yeah, he's, uh, this is a random uh, affection that we haven't seen him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, for sure. It was, it was just funny to get that a little bit, but yeah, but then like, you know, Mary basically was like, no, fuck that. We're not going to, we're not going to do that. We're not going to just like accept money so that we can turn this into a weapon. And so when she yeah. sat down to like, you know, try and communicate with the dust, which, which was, you know, another thing that we found out is that, you know, dust is sentient. Uh, that dark matter is sentient. It does have consciousness. Uh, you know, it, the the whatever it is that the shadows, dust, or angels. We turn. We we try. Yeah, we start to yeah, she, to realize. It, it was, yeah, I, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, it, they 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 decide to talk with her, and they um we we find out like you were saying that they bestowed consciousness to mankind uh out of vengeance, um. Which is just, you know, th that's another sort of like mystery box that's like been opened and it's like, okay, so what are we, so what, what is the vengeance out of? And I think, uh, you know, people who read the books know that the, the voice, uh, I believe is, is a character that we have yet to see, um, yet. So maybe we'll get a little bit more, um, out of them you know later down the road or something like that and then maybe that's where the whole vengeance thing will come for come through i don't know uh, but that's just based off of some of the stuff that i've you know read just in preparation right. for this but um but it's also just interesting that that uh you know when she mentions vengeance 
uh, we cut to the witches, right? And the stuff that's going on with them and the Magisterium's fleet. And then the witches basically uh, delivering payback and everything. And um, I don't know. I, I feel like the, 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 you know, the, um, the theme of vengeance is just going to come into play a lot, uh, you know, going forward now. It's like now we, we understand that there was some ulterior motives behind giving people consciousness. And uh, was it to, you know, help in mankind's downfall or whatever? I, I, I don't know. It's just a lot of stuff to sort of like think about. I, I'm probably extrapolating and I, I don't really know. I'm, I'm not familiar with the books, so I'm sure people who listen to this who are familiar with the books are like, yeah, shut up, man. You don't know anything. But it's just, <laughs> you know, it's an interesting uh, just the way the episode was structured with certain themes and everything. And uh, yeah, so. Yeah, God, Reverend, just just read this. Read the books. It's, it's not hard. Just, I know. I I wish, I wish. I wish. I wish. I read. I, I do want to go back and read them, and I and that's one thing I appreciate about this show, or just shows that that prompts you to go back and essentially experience the original source uh, source material. Yeah, know, all yeah, yeah. Over again, because there, I'm sure you know there are probably subplots that are missing from the show, and. Honestly, so I, I looked this up. I'm not sure if this is 100% sure, but it does look like season two is only seven episodes. Yeah. So, no. I mean, I found it on this super random website and I kept reading through. I'm like, this isn't telling me anything. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And then, boom, there it was. I'm like, okay, I don't know if that is. I would say, I'm I'm assuming it's at least eight episodes, same as season one. But to go back to your point with Mary and her, you know, mm-hmm. interaction with the angels, it's, it was just, it was so ominous. It was eerie, you know, like she kind of just decided to like, yeah, you know, like, right, you know let, let's, let's try this again. And then they're like, hey, you know, like you ask me a question. And she's like freaking out because this entire time she's been trying to get the same results that Lyra has, you know, when she puts her mind in that in-between balance when she's yeah. using the theometer and of course um you know since this entire episode or the season is dealing with a subtle knife we we see will get his you know two of his fingers cut like slice right off when, when mm-hmm. they finally figure out um how to get into uh the tower and apparently so i didn't know that you know the subtle knife has the ability to kill specters which is makes sense as to why the previous bear of the knife has been alive for so long. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, he wants to meet his fate in peace, but he, he gets, he gets a leg up on the specters. You know, he, he takes that, that poison. He's like, Oh, you're, you're not taking me, you know, for your zombified, whatever they might turn into. Yeah. It's like, you know, so I, I thought that was pretty interesting. The the fight itself, like it was just like some random kid who had the knife, you know. Who had yeah, but like, it. why did he want it? You know, it's like, and, and like, what do they know about it? Like, do they know what it really is, or is it just like, I, I, I don't know? It was really interesting from the specters. Mm-hmm. Okay, as, yeah, yeah. Because as soon as the previous, uh, you know, uh, owner of the knife, you know, passed it down to Will. They're like, oh, you know, like, well, the specters will get you. And I think that's the one thing that can protect you no matter what, you know, no matter how old you right. are and whatnot. Cause well, so it, well, and it kind of goes back to like what, what Terrence Stamps character was saying about like, you know, you are now the knife bearer and everything is like, so like, you don't use it for like personal 
uh, intent, like for selfish intent or whatever, which is basically what all those kids were like vying after. They wanted the knife to basically kill the specters to preserve, you know, their lives or whatever. And yeah, yeah I mean, out of fear and stuff. And so, yeah, I don't know. It, it is interesting. It's also like, you know, how long has he been there? You know, does, does being the knife bearer, uh, prolong your life? You know, I, I don't know. It was interesting. Uh, the, yeah. the only, the only thing I'll say was I thought that the training sequence between, um, Paradisi, which is, uh, Terrence Camp's stamp, sorry, Terrence Stamp's character, um, and, uh, and and will was just a little abrupt like they it, like like everything just sort of happened and then yeah. like will was just willing to trust uh you know i guess Parad- like paradisi without really knowing anything about him and he was just like all right i'm going to just tell you everything i know and see you goodbye <laughs> and it was just like oh i i was just kind of like oh okay interesting i guess like the counterpoint to that would be that you know both uh Paradisi and Will had their fingers cut off in the same way um, and then were able to, you know, battle for I, control of the knife or something. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, I see what you're saying. It, it, it did happen pretty quickly because, I mean, even with Lyra, with the lithiometer, we've seen her use it time and time again. Like, yes, she, like, at first she didn't know that, like, you know, she can just, she could just understand this, this tool, this, this ancient artifact that you know anyone else they said it would take years to understand its meanings and whatnot and she just gets it yeah i'm not sure if that's the same you know path they're going with well well or if they just did that for the sake of pacing just to be like okay you know like he gets the knife he has a little bit of a training session you know it's not like you know yoda and um luke on like dagobah where he spends like majority of the time in um, Empire Strikes Back, and it's like, oh, you know, all this other um, uh, craziness that goes on. But at first, I thought that Will and the previous bear were like the same person for whatever reason. I don't know why, but they do have the same fingers cut off, but it's on different hands. Right, right, right. So I was like, okay, it's not, it's not the same person. Um, I was like, okay, I was like, maybe it's one of those things like, oh, you know, he meets this old man. He doesn't know what he looks like, but I was like, okay, well, that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> so I just mm-hmm. threw it out the window. I'm like, there's, there's world hopping, but there's no time travel. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting the, the, what, what's going to kind of, uh, happen next. So, yeah. 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 I mean. Yeah, with with next, like I said prior to starting recording, I was I was getting ahead of myself because I thought more happened in this episode, and I was like, "Wait, what?" I'm like, "Oh, that's that's next. That's next week's. That's next week." <laughs> yeah, next <laughs> next week is going to be another one of those like. Uh, it's going to be good. I, I, I yeah, think, I think you're going to like it for sure. From, yeah. from what I remember, you know, like I I always rewatch these anyway, and it just it gives you more of a fuller aspect but another thing i wanted to touch on was the so when pan goes to kind of comfort will and um lyra says you know like in her world you're not supposed to touch someone else's demon yeah i wonder what that 
like what the real meaning is because oh behind that i I think it just means that they're getting closer like like with with will like with pan you know moseying up to will and everything and will like kind of touching her and everything like i feel like that's supposed to still freaks out you know well yeah because it's 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 like you know kind of like uh breaks the moment a little bit but it is sort of like there's a there's a deeper connection there um you know whether it's romance or whatever uh i i do think it is that's what they're sort of uh you know building up to right and like so do you think that will and lyra are going to be in a more romantic relationship moving forward or do you think it's going to be completely uh, completely platonic I don't know because like it might be similar to um uh it might be similar to her relationship with uh Roger, Roger yeah. but I I don't know I think there's something a little bit more there so I, I I guess we'll have to wait and see um I I'd be fine either way but I but I do think there is opportunity there is like a uh, you know there's like a romance there for sure there, like no no doubt yeah, I was going back and forth because I was like, well, I'm like, is it too cliche just to have them end up together or sure. is it better for them just to be platonic? Because, you know, we, we, we've seen in a few films where it is there. It's not always just, you know, the guy meets the girl, blah, 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 because that's not what the story is about. Like if they do right. so happen to, you know, catch feeling for each other or one feels a certain way about the other. But, you know, the it doesn't, it's not returned. There is that, but I feel like it could be something else. I don't know. Yeah. Romance isn't necessarily, like, the forefront of this show. Like No, no, no. I mean, they're, they're anyway. yeah, they're, their destinies are intertwined in a more uh, deeper way for sure. Yeah. So we'll just have to kind of wait and see how that plays out. Yeah, definitely, man. It's I'm I'm just very I'm very interested to see what's what's moving forward. Um it was it was around forty eight minutes, so this is a yeah. pretty solid episode overall. Um trying to think there wasn't really much else that happened. Um obviously oh obviously, you know, we have um um Mrs. Coulter going into um the the new world for the first time. Yeah, right. Well, that's the thing. Everyone's sort of converging on the same spot. You know, her and Boreal are going there. Uh, Lee and Andrew Scott's character are headed there. Lyra and Will are there. So, uh, well, yeah, and I guess the witches now with the uh, you know after they attacked the um uh the 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 things so, uh, I I'm the airship yeah, the, or whatever. Yeah, they blew those up. We're like, all right, we out. Oh, dude, <laughs> yeah. They 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 were like, fuck Went off. To the next one. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Flying around know. like Dementors or something. I'm like, oh my gosh, like yeah, they're taking care of business. There was like three of them. I'm like, what happened to this fight back when like half of your like species was like destroyed? Yeah, man. But yeah, that's what it is. I, I don't know. I mean, they weren't caught by a surprise. Like, no. to, to be fair, so. Uh, I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. Well, was there anything else you wanted to uh, touch on? No, no, uh, that was pretty much it, man. It was it was a really yeah. solid episode. I I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see what's uh what's how uh, how Wells going to utilize the knife. You know, mm-hmm. I've, like you know, you had said with his training. I it I just don't want people to be like, oh, you know, like he wouldn't be like necessarily Mary Sue, but I guess he would be just someone who 
automatically just get something like how everyone was talking about with Ray and the force. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there was a bit of training there. And I think from, you know, obviously no spoilers for next episode, but I think there is more of a learning curve that he still has to hone in on. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, he, it, we, we saw that he struggled with it and I think, you know, his, um, his temper might be something that gets in the way a little bit frustration, um, I could see that happening, but I think again, this sort of where Lyra is going to come in with being that like mentor figure that, uh, you know, she had always had and like she sees the value in it. So then she's going to try and help, um, you know, will. Yeah, that, yeah, that is, that is very true. So yeah, we'll just have to have to, uh, you know, wait until next week's episode. Uh, you know, they're, and I'm, I'm really, I'm kind of just glad they didn't, take the entire episode for will to learn how to use the knife like it would have been cool if there was more episodes <laughs> yeah so apparently yeah. you know i'd say like apparently it's only seven episodes because you would think you'd just be able to google that because you could look up anything like they're very a lot of studios are very transparent about that but it, it actually took some digging yeah out like how many episodes this was and apparently it's seven so i think they're trying to hurry things along or you know they didn't want to make it 10 to like just have super filler meaningless episodes it's just straight to the point like on to the next thing like not too fast but mm-hmm. you know, at a more steady pace but yeah we'll just have to uh wait for episode five next week so that yeah. um pretty much concludes our uh recap of season two episode for the tower of angels um thank you all for listening of course don't forget to like and subscribe to us on the podcast platform of your choosing and make sure to check out the other shows on the drive-in podcast network over on the music city drive-in website at musiccitydrivein.com. the link will be in the description of this recap episode but of course griffin thank you again as always for coming on tell everyone where they can find you online and what is coming up on your channel. Yeah. Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at Griff Schiller, where I'll, where I'll be uh, voicing my opinions about the Christopher Nolan uh, Warner Brothers HBO Max debacle um, for sure. Uh, and then you can also check out the Film Speak channel. I uh, got a lot of cool stuff coming your way there. So uh, video essays, movie reviews um tv recaps all that stuff so um if you want to join the conversation over there uh definitely uh subscribe and enjoy it yeah you, you just had a uh a mank review uh, uh i did, did you like oh mank? yeah i did i really did yeah okay, okay. i know I, it's not for everyone so it's, yeah it's not like there there were pieces that i liked so, like i really liked some of the dialogue but like i did watch citizen kane prior because yeah a lot of my friends were like i mean they're like you know it might be a little bit more extra but like in order to get the full effect or to in order to understand the significance of certain Mm -hmm. things of what they're talking about should probably watch citizen kane yeah okay i'll I'll watch ck it it was okay Eh, wasn't really for me at all but i did like gary oldman's performance i just couldn't understand a word he was saying half the time I yeah, like, I should have put on the subtitles. Maybe I'll give it another go because I I did enjoy it. Um, it just overall just was not for me. But yeah, for sure. I don't know. For sure. 
I don't know. Oh, well. But uh, yeah, uh, that pretty much. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a niche movie, but yeah. Yeah, very, very niche. <laughs> and, and more power to you if you like it. You know, if you haven't seen Mank yet, definitely give it a watch. Even if you know nothing about Citizen Kane, it is, it's it's something to watch. It's new content. So, and, and it's on Netflix. So you know, it, everyone's America's favorite streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that pretty much concludes today's review. That was Griffin. My name is Christian, and we will see you guys next week. Bye.